Hey, and welcome to the Summerbrook Takeaway. I'm Tanner Treffin, and joined by Pastor Joey Rumble. And it's spring break. Pastor, you doing anything fun for spring break? Man, all my kids are graduated yeah. and all that. So for me, it's 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 not like it used to be. Yeah, so for me, my, my kids are too young to even be in school. So, uh, yeah. but I heard we came into work uh, later today. Yeah, so that was good. There's some families that I heard like going on some cool cruises or camping, or I think someone was going to Mexico or something. So. Yeah, this is a work day. This is a work week for me. Yeah, uh, but Easter, man, that was just yesterday. That was awesome. Uh, you want to give some shout outs? People working hard yesterday. Yeah, I mean, obviously Clifton with the. Uh, the the artwork during the the so cool. end of the worship time that was and beautiful. That was awesome. Way to go, Clifton. Uh, Catherine McCaska on um, Friday. They at Summers Corner doing the egg hunt. Her That's and Nathan right. and uh, all that there with the Summerbrook tent and serving with the kids craft. That was huge. Way to reach out. The tent outside with all the new cool. people signing in and a lot of the youth team were yeah, out there. representing Nick Yoho, leading that charger. There's a good yeah. job. Um, yeah, I saw Matt Lockhart, Luke Lockhart yeah, out yeah. there. And Hannah Harriman was helping too. Uh, Dakota's team, the whole worship team, the tech team, all that whole thing just knocked it out on the production and, and leading us in worship and praising God. So yeah, yeah. So cool. I mean, I'm sure I'm going to miss some names, but I'll try. Dakota, and then you had his wife, Brittany, behind the scenes with all the social media and online director. You, you had James on, on camera. You had John on camera. You had uh, Mike and Teresa Waters. Joseph. Uh, Joseph Harriman, Amanda. Amanda Metzger, and then you had, I'm sure, I'm sure I'm missing someone, but uh, did I say Teresa Waters? Yeah, uh-huh. and then you had uh, Kaylin, Nora, Mahala, Nicole, uh, ne- Nicole Nevin, Drew, Drew yeah. and, and, and Dakota leading the charge. I mean, it's just incredible. Great. That's an awesome team. And they were there all three services on yeah. Easter, so. Praise God for that. So yeah. Huge. And the parking team, they even saw a bald eagle out in the parking team. So yeah, what was up that, with that? That's pretty cool. Adam yeah. sent me a picture of that. So great job, parking team. That was good. We used to think it was, uh, I played for hand-to-hand hawks. If we'd see a hawk before uh, a game or something, we'd like, oh, man, that's that's a good good sign. Well, we got a bald eagle in our that's, That seems like a good sign to me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cool. Uh, so, Pastor Jerry, why don't you tell us why, why are we even doing this Takeaway Podcast again? Yeah, my heart is uh, really for any Christian in all of America. I don't know about other countries. I live in America. We'll hear a sermon, but we won't apply it. And Jesus said, those who hear my words and do them will be blessed. And so I really, it's so important to take in God's word, to hear God's word, but then to uh, apply it. How are you doing with your takeaway? How are you doing applying it? And and, and I like to, every message that I'm listening to, uh, for a while I had a real habit of circling that big main thing. And so that's kind of what uh, I want to do is help bring application to receiving God's word. Because I'm convinced you grow as a Christian when you hear God's word, personal study of God's word, as well as uh, listening to the, the message of God's word as pastors preach it and then apply it. Yeah, and the, and the negative version is the Pharisees are often really good at looking Christian, knowing the right things Christian, but not walking out. Yeah, so they wouldn't the, do it. Yeah, not walking and, it out. And, so. and what, they were struggling with the heart. Mm-hmm. The application of, they had legalism, but they struggled with the deep heart matter. And so that takeaway always needs to come from the heart of obedience to a father that loves you. Yeah, so the application kind of gets it from the head knowledge into your heart as you walk it out. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's it, yeah, that mixture. 
good. So let's dive into uh, your Easter message yesterday. That was powerful. I really, really enjoyed it. I feel like God was really moving through you uh, during that service yesterday. Uh, you started off with Jesus was forsaken, uh, so we would not be forsaken. So how do we really walk that out and live in that place of just thankfulness that, of what Jesus did for us? Well, well, that's the good news. That's the gospel. I mean, that's why we, we do what we do. And we needed the Savior to save us from our sins. Uh, but for Jesus to go on the cross, taking the weight of the sin of all the world upon himself, saying, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Wow. That just, just don't let that ever become old. Let that always be fresh insight. And realize uh, fresh uh, bread for you to remember. Because as a Christian, when you, I remember when I first came to know the Lord, I was, I was just blown away that Jesus loves me. I don't want to ever lose that. Mm. And uh, we all, I think a lot of us have known the pain of uh, being forsaken by our friends, by our family, you know, by rejected by different people at different times. But the good news is, is that God will never forsake you because, yeah. not because you're so good, but because Jesus is so good. Right. And uh, that we can just lean into that, that God's close to us um, during the hardest of times. Mm -hmm. so. and, and, yeah. yeah. That's good. Um, we talked about how um, Jesus yelled out with his loud cry, it is finished on the cross and how that helps us live in that place of victory now. So how do we walk in that place of victory? Yeah, I was uh, talking to my next door neighbor, Sam, about that. It is finished of how important that is that the debt has been paid. Mm. So knowing your debt has been paid, that we're able to live from a place of victory, not only going to heaven, but here on earth, we don't have to live in the shame and the debt of our past, but live from a place of gratitude that it's been paid to honor the Lord in everything we do. That's my personal application on that one. I was talking to your wife, Jenny, and she said that uh, something about the Greek was like how it's the, the checkbooks are balanced. Yeah, it's and, powerful. And that, man, I have a big debt of sin. <laughs> I'm so glad yeah. that Jesus' blood was enough to pay my debt away. And, yeah. And that, that is such a victory to live in. Yeah, and I, I talk to people sometimes who are struggling with something where they've really blown it and they can't forgive themselves. And I always will come back to, is the cross enough? Is the cross enough? Mm -hmm. Now, he wants us to repent and not live in it, but we're talking right here about it, it is finished living from a place mm -hmm. of freedom. And, and, and I'm, we're really on that uh, love of God, healthy fear of God, that healthy grasp of both. And so uh, it is finished helps us really have a more healthy grasp of both because yeah. it was a high price God paid for it. So, you, so like when that condemning voice is coming in of like how like that, you know, you're not forgiven, and, and that, that sin still defines you. You can kind of quote Jesus' words on the cross, say, no, no sin, that you are finished. You yeah, are it nailed finished. to the cross. You're yeah. done for. You're Actually, done. I wish I would. That's why we do this podcast. That's one of the things I, it would have been great. <laughs> if it, so here, if I was uh, reverberate yesterday at Easter, when the devil attacks you and say, throws sin in your life, say, no, no, devil, it is finished. Boom. Jesus said it is finished. Thank you, God. That's a great truth there. Amen. Um, cool. So we, we got into uh, how Jesus is uh, risen and he said to the Father, into your hands uh, I commit my spirit. And there's a lot of trust there. So how do right. we trust God in, like that? Yeah, um, I, I, I had this, uh, I just started meeting with a, a, a counselor, a counselor coach that uh, we walked through for a pastor just walking through the challenges of life. And he really spoke into me, he says, Joey, you need to learn to let go. Just let go and trust God. And I, and I shared that in the message with everyone that, hey, we all need to let go and, and, and trust the Lord. And so I feel like into your hands I commit my spirit. Jesus 
gives us that example to completely trust, not my will, but your will be done. I'm going to quit grasping and holding on. I'm going to let go and trust God. I love, there's that one story you share um, when you were struggling with a pl- like anxiety or worry and trust, and you, and you were talking to Craig Yoho, and you're like, Craig, I'm trying to trust God. And Craig's like, Joey, you don't try to trust God. You choose to trust God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he said, I, I feel like I need to grow more in trusting God. Oh, that's he I mean. goes, and yeah, after we've been Christians this long, it's really not, I need to grow more in trust. It's, you got to, like you said, choose to trust God. Yeah, I, I think about that often. That's a good word. Yeah. Was there something else you want to share in trust? Yeah, um, this was good. Yesterday at the Masters, I wish it had came down closer at the end, but it didn't. But I don't watch any golf, but on Sundays I enjoy the Masters if it's close. And I watched an interview by Larry Mize, who won in 1987, the only guy from Augusta, Georgia, where the Masters is, to win the Masters. And so they, this was his last time ever playing in a tournament. And he shared that if they asked him what he wished he had done over, he goes, I wish I would have enjoyed the moment more of 1987 before he, he already went into, Oh, I got to do this. I got to add to this another major or another, instead of just enjoying the moment and then working hard. And, and to me, that's one of my big struggles that I've tried Why we share uh, the, once you share what we do at Team Leads every week. Yeah, every week. Um, so we don't just keep chasing mountain after mountain. But after we did something great like Easter yesterday, man, God really used us. We were so thankful that we go around and we say, hey, what, what are the wins? What, what did God do? And, and we share, um, you know, about things we already share and giving shout outs to people and encouraging people like, hey, that was awesome. Like yeah. you did so great on that. Like praise God. Um, and just sharing the things that went really well before we ever dig into any uh, admin or details. Yeah. And, and think about it. Yesterday, those who raise their hands for repentance or dealing with small areas of their life or others giving their life to Christ, wherever they were in that journey, those responses, those wins, uh, it's great. But what I would do is say, great, all right, and would even celebrate it. Let's drive to the next one instead of learning, hey, let go, trust God, learn to live a rhythm into your hands. I commit my spirit into your hands. I commit my day into your hands. I commit this hour not to keep driving uh, not to minimize hard work because scripture talks about that, but from a place of it is finished into your hands, I commit my spirit of trust. That's good. Um, and speaking of one win was we had over 500 people in the adult service alone. So uh, yeah, I think, yeah. I think the final out. count was right at, right at 600 or like 595. Wow. Something Praise like that. God. Just, and Thank then a bunch, a couple, uh, when you talk kids, workers and kids over in there, there's a ton of kids too. Yeah. So, Thanks, guys, for inviting your family members and friends and, and neighbors. Man, that's awesome. Um, so we got into the apologetic argument that Frank Turk, Dr. Frank Turk shared of. Um, it was, is there truth? Is there God? Uh, are miracles possible? Is the New Testament reliable enough to trust the resurrection? And the answer to those four questions is all yes. And so... Uh, I love how you're helping us not have just a blind faith, but know that there's such evidence to yeah. believe in Christianity. And so any other thoughts for us on, on that? That resonated more than anything else in the message on Sunday. So I think it's huge. Um, it, I think that's an area that we as Christians need to continue to grow in to help others because we're having more and more conversations where people need some answers of why to believe in Christ. So I, I felt like it was a very helpful 
insight for people to strengthen their faith, if confidence. And, and I would challenge you, church, um, that I think it's worth memorizing some of these apologetic arguments that we can memorize movie quotes and lines and song lyrics, but uh, man, try to memorize some apologetic arguments that when you're challenged by people uh, that believing Christianity is silly or, uh, you know, blind, that you can give them these good arguments that kind of like, oh, wow, these Christians actually do know what they're talking about. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. um, So just... And and we're going to start weaving in more of those uh, through the years to come. We're going to weave in more because I feel like it's a, it strengthens people's confidence in their faith in Christ. Mm. And um, you ended the sermon talking about how we are to go, um, the Great Commission, go and make disciples of all nations. So any, any more thoughts there for us? They're all around us. I, I, I could go on and on about conversations I'm having with people, uh, Jehovah Witness that don't know the Lord, you know, that uh, they need uh, to, to find Jesus or, or, and, and uh, others that haven't come to faith in Christ. They're just, they're our neighbors. They're everywhere. And so we need to uh, realize God calls us to go uh, from his strength. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of people in our area right here in Somerville who uh, know about God, but wouldn't, haven't really taken a step to make him Lord, you know, and they need Christian people to just invite them into their life and, and love them and show the love of Christ and invite them to church and, and help them to rethink that uh, of Jesus Lord or are they Lord and, and who's who's better to be in charge so yeah it's good stuff yeah um, any final thoughts for us here, yeah um next week we launch into red thread we're gonna go we're actually for next uh, couple of years we're gonna be going through the Old Testament and New Testament all 66 books of the Bible for the next few years occasionally we'll break it up where we'll do some other unique series to our church, but we'll come right back to journeying through all 66 books of the Bible. And we're starting with Red Thread, where we're looking at Jesus in the Old Testament revealed. And it, I'm so pumped. So we're starting at Genesis this Sunday, Red Thread. You don't want to miss it. Uh, man, I, I could go on and on. I'm it, super pumped. It popped out to me. We were, we were in our Bible in the year plan, and we were in Joshua this morning, and how those two spies go out of Rahab's um, house on that red scarlet thread and i was like whoa red thread right there yeah um, so it's just yeah like, and I, I haven't read that yet because i'm behind <laughs> so i'll catch up though. i'll catch up so cool uh, what was your takeaway from sunday oh man mine is what i told you the church let go and, and trust god to continue to uh learn to let go that that's mine how about you mine was to, to memorize that apologetic argument and then try to share it with one person um, so I'm going to try to share this one person this week and to go and to share. So. Cool. Cool. So, well, uh, church, if you want to make headway, you need a takeaway. So what's your takeaway from uh, the message Sunday? And God strengthen you and bless you this week and shine a light for him.